Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the fifth episode, actually the sixth episode of Picture Me This, where we discuss everything photography. From amateur photographers to professionals, we take a deep dive of what it means to be a photographer in the San Fernando Valley. I am your host, Michael Moreno. I am delighted to introduce our guest for today. Uh, she currently works for the Roundup newspaper as a photographer, uh, and she'll be transferring out to CSUN, I'm correct, uh, this fall, and someone who helps me understand how to better my photography whenever I get the chance to work with her. Everyone, today we are excited to bring Nancy Corona on today's episode. Nancy, thank you for joining me today. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. I know that you're a busy person and, you know, sometimes like the roundup does take up your time. So um, it's great to have you there. Uh, so uh, first and foremost, how are you today? I'm doing great in yourself. I'm doing good, you know, just here. Uh, kind of been a long day, but, you know, we're getting through it. Um, so give me a bit more of a background of who you are, Nancy. Like, what do you, uh, what kind of, how long have you done photography for? Um, I've been doing photography close to about maybe like 15 years around there really and what made you interested in photography well um when i was like a little girl um i was introduced like to um like a mexican cine mm -hmm. and um i always liked how it was very cinematic and like how they would film it. So um, I also had family that um, is still doing uh, photography. So they like do commercial with um, quinceañeras and weddings. Wow. So it's been part of like almost all my life. And when did you, um, so the moment that you picked up a camera, how did you know that was gonna be like, uh, like this is, this is what I wanna do. This is what like uh, really interests me. What was like, I'm guessing what I'm trying to say is what was the first uh, the first ever photo shoot that you'd done that made you realize like, oh, this is what you really want to do? Uh, see, the first photo shoot that made me uh, really say like, this is like my passion is probably uh, on one of my uh, trips to Mexico when I was eight years old. Mm -hmm. uh, my uncle had left his camera at uh, my house. Uh, it was like a Sony, I believe. And um, since we were driving over there from out here, um, I, you know, just was taking pictures and pictures, kind of documenting the whole trip. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't really until I got to like the city of Mexico where I started like seeing the culture and everything and documenting that, that it was like, oh, like, this is really, I like this. Like, yeah. it was interesting. Like, and then to see the pictures when once they were developed and everything. And so you're talking about uh, the film camera, correct? Yes. Oh, so did, so you've used a film camera before? Uh, yeah, that was one of the first cameras that I, I actually used. Wow, that's pretty cool. I mean, I've never used a film camera myself, but I heard it's pretty like it's pretty cool. But at the same time, the process is a bit difficult. So, you know, I mean, I will try to take up film photography one day, but you know, right now I'm good with digital. I'm good with like, you know, my basic editing and all that stuff. Um, so um, what, uh, let me see. Um, what were some challenges that you faced when you first uh, began photography? I guess um, when I first started, I didn't really knew the significance of like 
what the sun plays when it comes to taking photography. Mm -hmm. So um, during when I was uh, first starting, that was probably one of my challenges, uh, not knowing the correct time when it was to shoot. Mm -hmm. And uh, so whenever, so I guess like lighting was a bit difficult on your end. I, it was definitely difficult on my end at, mm -hmm. at um, times, but um, so what did you do to in like for yourself to like actually like figure out like, oh, this is how I'm going to use the light. This is how I'm going to, you know, create my shots because some people get, get really creative with uh, using lighting. So what was like one way that you got creative with lighting? I think I started really getting creative with lighting when I started taking the classes. So mm -hmm. kind of to sharpen my skills. That's when I really started to um, understand, um, you know, what type of day I was supposed to be shooting mm -hmm. and um, what angles and um, how to use indoor lighting to my advantage too. Mm -hmm. So um, once I got the classes, that's when I really started uh, sharpening my skills and um, learning the tricks. I would say. Cool, cool. And um, you were attending at Pierce at that time? Actually, uh, Roundup has been my first um, mm -hmm. there. So the first classes that I've been taking, they have been at other um, LACCD classes at um, mm -hmm. like ELAC. I believe I took most of my classes and maybe some at Valley and LATT, LATRADE. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. And what brought you over to Pierce? What was so interesting about the Roundup News? I noticed that uh, no other school was offering photojournalism mm -hmm. other than Pierce, and um, I wanted to give it a try. Actually, I had been wanting to take that class uh, before I took the other ones. And then this was like your opportunity to say, like, you know what, let me just take it. I want to try something new. Um, you know, me... Uh, working alongside you uh, with this class, like I've seen how your photography has like definitely oppressed everybody. Um, it's definitely one of the best that you're one of the best photographers that the Roundup has currently. Um, what do you do to in order to like continue to like have successful shoots? Like, do you like have an imagination of what you want to shoot? Do you prepare? Do you what do you do in order to make a successful shoot? Definitely don't prepare. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I wish I, sh I would. They'll probably be better. But um, yeah. I think I go with the flow. Okay. Um, more of being in the present moment, like there, observing like what the scenario is mm -hmm. and what time of day it is. So then I know exactly like what I could work with and what I might have struggles with. Okay, cool. And um, so let's actually look into that. Uh that dress rehearsal that we did for the play American Alien. Um, can you tell me what were you trying to do? I know that you were struggling with lighting. What did you do in order to like, you know, kind of compensate for that? I had to uh, really explore my, um, my f-stops and my shutter speed with the ISO. Mm -hmm. uh, since I had shot um, previously another uh, dress rehearsal, I was kind of keeping in mind what settings I used during that time. Cool, cool. And um, typically, how does like your, whenever you're shooting indoors, what does your ISO look like? Because, you know, some people tend to forget like to increase their ISO or they just forget about it in general. So like, what was like the ISO setting for you? 
I always try to kind of keep it above, like close to six sixteen hundred. Nice, nice. Mm. And what kind of camera do you use currently? Uh, Nikon D seven fifty. Oh man, that's a pretty good camera. Mm -hmm. Yes. How long? How long have you had that camera for? Um, I've had it for close to three years now. Oh wow, pretty good camera. It's still holding up, you know. I mean, I just got myself a new camera yesterday, so I'm kind of excited to use mine. But uh, Nikon's are definitely a great camera. Uh, yeah, so I heard better things about Sony, but definitely yes. they are good. Yes, and you know who has a Sony? Rosie uh, does. Rosie. Yes. yes. She was telling me how expensive it was, and I was like, "Wow, that is really freaking expensive. I can't afford that." Yeah, she, they kind of close uh, her. She told me too. It was kind of close in price with mine. Yeah, mine. I mean, mine was the one that I just bought recently was about, I think, seventeen hundred dollars. So kind of close to your guys's, but not as uh, necessarily close. Uh, so um. You know, sometimes when photography, we tend to get a bit of a challenge with our like our inner critic. Do you ever uh, have any challenges with yourself, like uh, with yourself judging your own photography and how does that affect you? Yeah, I've had those um, moments, um, quite a few. <laughs> um, I like to do my best and um, I try not to be as hard, but, you know, learn from my mistakes and, you know, try not to repeat the same mistake again. Um, the thing with me is sometimes I tend to get too comfortable um, shooting a certain style and through the whole process of being a photographer and my pro process of learning, I've learned that sometimes it's okay to step out of your comfort zone and, you know, play a little bit, um, try different angles, try different techniques, or, you know, like you said, lighting. So I try to always keep that in mind when I'm doing photography mm -hmm. is, yeah, take my shots that are going to be like, you know, the, the winners, but also get myself to enjoy. Yeah. And how often do you get creative with your shots? Um, do you like, once you have your, uh, your I guess like your insurance shots what what do you do to get creative afterwards um I'll you know start doing different angles uh moving around I really have to get outside of what's going on around me mm -hmm. and focus on what I'm viewing from behind like the the lens okay cool so it's like nothing exists during that moment and that's when I feel like I really do get into mm -hmm. uh being able to let go sounds good i mean a lot of photographers when especially when they begin like myself when i started doing photography i found myself at like a high point with my progression and then there was a point where i just stagnated and felt like my work wasn't doing enough um you know and then i was starting to judge myself so much that to the point where i just felt like i couldn't do photography no more Yes. Was there ever was there ever a point in your uh, photography career that you felt like, oh, you know what? I don't think photography is for me. I just want to stop completely. I think maybe for a second, and then I get over it. <laughs> is that like an everyday thing for you? Uh, especially, yeah, I think that maybe so now when all the pressure of you know the due dates and you know submitting everything that same day, I'm, mm -hmm. it's not something I'm used to. So it's, it's been a challenge. And speaking of that, like, so 
if you look back from the beginning of the semester to now, uh, how would you say your photography has progressed? Do you feel like you've done a lot of photography that to the point where you think that you've done a pretty good job or do you feel like uh, it's like the same work that you produce? Mm. Uh, it's a tough one. Uh, I feel like when I started, I was like producing better work as mm -hmm. to when I am stressed out, mm -hmm. it feels forced. So I feel like when anybody's feeling like that um there's like an open gap for mistakes to happen mm -hmm. so i would say like in between okay and uh do you feel like you've made some mistakes during your time at the roundup yeah i have <laughs> i think we all have yeah <laughs> and um so photography in the essence and uh the roundup is a very crucial part uh, because it's not just about taking shots of like, you know, the breaking news uh, moments, but also being creative with like the shots, like uh, doing a photo illustration or, you know, doing portraits. Uh, so what kind of, uh, so in that, in that realm of the roundup news, what are your favorite tasks to, uh, to take on? Do you like doing like a campus live? Do you like doing features? Do you like doing the sports, uh, the breaking news? I think I, I found myself more than even, I don't know if other people consider, but I consider uh, skateboarding um, like a sport. Mm -hmm. So things with action um, caught my attention a lot. Nice, nice. Uh, action shots are pretty intense. Uh, yes. uh, I know that you are attending the, uh, the protest tomorrow, so I'm pretty sure that you'll have amazing action shots. Um, being in that type of situation for uh, a news firm or newsroom or I guess news group, uh, how intense does that feel to be as a photographer? Because you are in the middle of, you know, of a very important event, and you're for you're kind of you're kind of recording um, history. history. Yeah. Yes. So, what do you kind of how how much pressure does that put on you? Uh, it puts a lot of pressure on me. Um, but, you know, like, I'm going to try to do my best and make sure that whatever I do, I do it with, you know, the best passion that I can. Because mm -hmm. I feel like as long as you have passion, you know, whether you might not get the shot you wanted, like, it'll be worth it because you learn something at the end of the day. That is true. I mean, I mean, I don't know how many times that I've learned that, like, oh, you know, this might not have been the great shot that I wanted, but it's still something Yes. Um, but it's definitely rewarding to feel like, oh, you've done such a huge success with your photography uh, and especially with this shoot. Um, I think a lot of photographers don't realize that at this point, like if you're taking one single shot, you've already improved yourself, even if it doesn't look like it, which, yes. uh, you know, it's, it's kind of um, kind of cliche, but it's the truth, because if you're not taking the time to practice this, mm -hmm. I mean then you're not improving. If you're taking a shot a day, then that's still improvement. But um, let's see, I was going to ask something, but I forgot. Um, oh, okay. So there are many types of photographies. There's, uh, there's portraits, there's sports, there's uh, conceptual or abstract, there's um, architectural photography. Out of all the photographies that 
are involved in the photography realm, what is your favorite to shoot? I, I, I for some reason, find myself liking to try to do all of them because I've done like landscapes and done portraits. I've done um, like those portraits where they don't even know that you're taking pictures of them, which yeah. uh, at the beginning, that was kind of like my favorite. Uh, I felt like they were more artistic. Um, but I would say that, um, I would say that portraits and action shots are definitely my favorite at the moment. Cool, cool. And is there any, uh, any photo shoots that you've done uh, with the Roundup or outside of the Roundup that you did that made you feel like, oh, like this is amazing portraits? I guess I actually, um, last semester when I was uh, taking the class for um, Elite with um, Mike Tissay, mm-hmm. um, we were working at the studio and I got to bring one of my um, friends along. And I was just amazed at the like the lighting and how, you know, different angles will give different definition of um, aspects of your face. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting to learn, and I would say that that was my like favorite, like working in the studio and capturing people's uh, essence, mm-hmm. who they are, you know. Um, even when they don't are not aware that you're like taking pictures of them. Oh but yeah, I would say that working at the studio, those are those are my favorite. Cool, cool. And you mentioned taking portraits. Uh, who has inspired you to take portraits? Are there any specific photographers or even professors that inspired you to be like, oh, I want to do portrait photography? I think that the others, uh, I think my professor for Mike, I really... Mm enjoyed his work, uh, really amazing work. Um, even my classmates that I was taking class with, uh, they were just producing such amazing work that I was like, wow, like sometimes you could learn a thing or two from them because you, you get to see someone do something different that maybe you haven't thought about trying. Mm-hmm. That is true. I mean, I took a photography class uh, last spring semester with uh, Gerard Burkhart here at Pierce College. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one person whose photography really stood out to me the most. Uh, she was a former editor-in-chief for the Roundup. Um, her name is Katya. Uh, spoiler alert, she'll be uh, coming up for next episode in uh, next week. Uh, but she did, uh, did have amazing photography skills and one of the uh one of the shoots that she shot that made me uh kind of motivated me to uh pursue portrait photography was her self-portraits uh she did a self-portrait with a um of herself with the motion blur um so like her whole body was still but her face was uh obviously you know blurred out which was pretty cool because you know it it gives like the um the viewer some sort of idea of like what's the emotion of this image and the way that she displayed it was uh, a very dark blue cold room which to me was probably cold um so it kind of gave it like a mood saying like oh it might be a woman that's scared or a woman that is uh concerned it's something it was something very motivating um so that was like one person that i felt like i was motivated by uh, so speaking of motivation what continues to motivate you to be a photographer? And what do you tell yourself every day to continue to do your best? 
seeing my um seeing the progress that I make on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. uh, that's been my um I guess my push to mm -hmm. not give up and you know continue pursuing this and hopefully you know someday I'll be able to share my photography with you know more more people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And have you made any like Instagram or Facebook pages for yourself to uh you know promote your work? Uh yes, I actually have an Instagram. What what is what is it by the way? If you don't mind sharing it. Um yeah, I think uh it's uh and Corona in slash okay. photography. Okay, sounds good. I mean, that will be useful for our uh, users to see your photography. I mean, your users, our listeners, uh, to uh, view your photography, um, and gives me a chance to see your photography as well. Um, how has photography impacted your life? I feel like mm, ever since I grabbed the camera, everything's like a picture to me. Mm -hmm. So I guess seeing life more cinematic. Nice. That's actually something that I've never heard before. Can you explain a bit more about that? Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, when you're taking a picture, uh, each picture that you develop, it's mm -hmm. like um, every frame I see in the street, like it's like a picture in my head. So like a, like a, a small, I would say like a, like a movie. Mm -hmm. So it makes me um, look at life more artistically, I guess I would say. That's pretty cool. Um, I actually think the same way as well. Um, cool. I, shoot, I shoot conceptual abstract photography, um, which is basically anything that's kind of uh, interesting to me in the, in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, we typically see stuff like a tree or a telephone line and just think nothing of it. But to me, I feel like every single thing that we come across has meaning to it even if it's not uh significant to us it might be significant to others oh, yes um so i'm always taking shots of some things that always interest me and i'm just like you know this has meaning to it it might just look simple to you but there's so much beauty to uh, a lot of things in this world um so you know a lot of people just a lot of people just kind of look at me crazy and i'm just like oh well sorry this is how i think i'm sorry don't blame me uh, so my final question to you is, uh, where do you see your photography taking you in the next five to 10 years? Uh, that I could bring as much joy as I can to people, whether it's, you know, photography in a baby shower, mm. a maternity shoot, uh, a wedding, you know, capturing those moments for others and being able to give it uh, to them, mm -hmm. as well as, you know, being able to take a portrait of just some random stranger in the street and, you know, um, having that be able to show it to the public so then they could see what I'm seeing through the lens. Because nice. sometimes, I, oh, yeah. And what were you going to say? Uh, sometimes uh, we might not be um, aware of, you know, the people next to us and the story that they have. So being able to, you know, share someone's story. To, through the photography that's pretty deep that's actually amazing um and do you see yourself being a freelancer or do you see yourself owning a studio is there any kind of any direction that you're going towards uh in terms of photography or do you feel like i'm just going with the flow 
at, at the moment I'm going with the flow. Um, but yes, I do see hopefully owning a studio. That is the goal. Well, that's great to hear, Nancy. Um, you know, we all have goals. My goal is to be a reporter photographer for a huge publication or even a you know maybe a magazine i'm not too sure but it's good to know that you have um you have dedication to become one of like one of the i guess like very influential photographer you have um you give photography a meaning which is definitely amazing to hear um and Thank you you know, seeing your photography throughout the semester has definitely helped me understand that there are different ways to photograph uh, life in general. Um, mm -hmm. And I think your photography in of itself uh, inspires me. Thank you so much. And yeah. I may say so, I'm also a fan of your work. You know, keep Thank going, you. keep trying, you know, shoot every day. It doesn't matter if it's the smallest thing, like, you know, um, the more you shoot, the better you get. Well, thank you. I mean, we're shooting tomorrow together over there in uh, City Hall. So let's let's make this a good one. Yes, we will. Definitely. We're going to make history. Exactly. Uh, well, Nancy, uh, thank you again for coming on to the show. It has been a pleasure. You know, I've always wanted to talk to you to get to know more about your photography um, and, you know, being able to share, uh, being able to hear your story and your background. Uh, is definitely um, worth hearing. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate hearing you all the time too and, you know, learning about you. And thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, be sure to grab a copy of the Roundup newspaper this week to check out some of Nancy Corona's work and visit the issue.com roundup. That's I-S-S-U-U.com slash R-O-U-N-D-U-P to see some of her previous work. It's definitely worth checking out, especially I think you shot the El Nogalar. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, yes, El Nogalar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one is really great. I actually like that shot. Those shots. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, that is it for today's episode. A uh, quick shout out to our program director and a producer, Hannah Howell and Professor Tracy Savage. Make sure to tune in to next week's episode where I'll be uh, talking to a former editor-in-chief that's Katya uh, Castillo for the roundup and uh, a film photographer, uh, film portrait photographer. Uh, I won't reveal his name yet, uh, but this has been Picture Me This on kbcradio.com with uh, Nancy Corona. Nancy, again, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much, too. Uh, I'm Michael Moreno, and I'm signing out.